Hey, what's going on, friends? I have another, another free view. F-R-E-E view. Free view of the Lost Zane recordings. They drop every Monday and every Friday. The full, the full show from back in the day on the radio. Uh, at this point, December of 2016 on 107.3 WBBL is available on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You know, I do the free podcast each and every day of the week, of the work week. And then uh, while I'm doing that at some point, I mentioned the Patreon where there is a ton more content for you to check out, five or ten bucks a month. It's uh, my own OnlyFans page minus the porno. Uh, thank God for that. But if you want something more to listen to in addition to the free podcast, it's all there for you. Check it out. And it might be just what, just what the doctor ordered. Ted's a lunatic, but uh, I still think his old stuff was fantastic. The new stuff, like American Campfire, just sucks. But I digress. Enjoy the free view of the lost Zane recordings. Good morning, this is the Eric Zane Show. Wednesday, the 14th of December, show number 170 has begun. Cold, cold morning. 16 downtown. With the wind, it feels like three. That's right. Uh, temps will drop for tomorrow, a low of four, high of 15. If you're traveling, starting tomorrow... Things might get weird. Then Friday and Saturday, snow as well. So if you're traveling like Thursday and then coming back Friday or come back Saturday, that might be a bummer. Julius is here. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Good. It is cold. My bones are cold. Uh, watched a bit of the Red Wings game last night. That, that Let me give you a recap. Might have been a low point. The Coyotes are not good, but they look pretty good. Actually, Jimmy Howard was not good. Well, hmm. made 15 saves. Yeah, they didn't get that many shots on goal, the Coyotes. And they just dominated the game. Well, it seems like every chance they had a a shot at the net, there was a good chance it was going to go in. Red Wings ended up with a lot of shots on net, but they didn't have, I don't think they had their first shot on net until like the 12 minute mark or something. Yeah. Uh, bummer of a game for Kayser to call doing the uh, yeah, TV. I saw, I saw that. I didn't uh, tune in until late and then I recorded the replay so that I could see his intro when they welcome him in. I didn't see the intro. I missed it. I must have, uh, I don't know what I was doing, but. I got in, the game was starting, and I heard Kayser. I was like, ah, oh, damn, I missed the yeah the case, TV time. In case you're wondering, Bob Kayser, the Griffins' longtime announcer, was called in earlier in the year. He had uh, filled in for Ken Cal on the radio side when Cal was under the weather. Still don't know what the hell happened to him. And then there was an unspeakable tragedy that happened to uh, TV play-by-play guy uh, Ken Daniels. Uh, son, his son passed away suddenly. Uh, Twenty-three years old, so uh, they they've had like a couple people fill in. They had um, Matt Shepard for a couple of games, and then uh, Bob 
was doing it yesterday. And listening to, boy, he's just really good. I mean, he just jumps right in. He was in really good, and, yeah. And he just fit really nicely with uh, with Mickey. I don't want to say I was surprised, because no, obviously no. he's really good, but like right. I, I was pretty surprised that it just seems so natural. How does he do that? Um, calling sports seems to be impossible to me. I mean, just to be able to see that and then hearing him on the radio was is probably the harder of the two because you don't have the benefit of seeing anything. God, is he good. And uh, just him and Mickey, just it's like they've been doing it their, all their lives together. We welcome in Ben. How are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Doing well. Uh, it's another busy morning over there in the producer's side of the uh, radio station. As uh, another full room. You, look, okay. Yep. There's, of course, a, a big I heard someone just said, screw that. <laughs> or something to that nature. I'll think twice about potting that microphone up again. <laughs> what do you think Tony said? Because it had to be something Tony said. That they said, screw him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to speculate. You never know. Uh a story broke last night that uh, Alan Thick died. If you're just tuned, if you're just hearing about this, that's kind of weird, you know. Alan Thick from Growing Pains, 69 years old. I guess uh, always a, a pretty nice guy. He died, had a heart attack during the day. He was playing hockey with his uh, with one of his kids, not the pop star. Uh, he was playing with uh, his 19 year old son, and. Uh, not really. Sh- uh, I th- I think they have the timeline down, but apparently, sometime during the day, he was he was playing hockey with the kid, and then uh, he started having chest pains right around lunchtime. Then he got nauseous, threw up, was rushed to the hospital, and he was pronounced dead. Widowmaker. Tough to uh, even think about that going on. I mean, if you've ever had someone who died suddenly like that, it just sounds terrible. But uh, best known for playing. Uh, Dr. Jason Seaver on Growing Pains, which ran from 85 to 92, most recently appeared on How I Met Your Mother, a show called This Is Us and Fuller House. It was actually on He was on Fuller House? Yeah. I must have missed that. He was actually on Twitter earlier yesterday saying, quote, season two of Fuller House, looking good. I even like the ones that I'm not in. <laughs> he, uh, he also wrote theme songs to several TV shows, including Different Strokes and The Facts of Life. And the game shows Joker's Wild and Wheel of Fortune. So this guy had to be rolling in dough for all, all those things. He Wait, he he wrote jokes for Wheel of Fortune? No, no, no. Oh. The, uh, the, the, the theme, the theme oh, song the theme for song. the show. Uh, I remember different strokes and facts of life and Wheel of Fortune, uh, Fortune theme songs. I don't remember Joker's Wild. Uh, I don't think anybody does. Yeah. Um, in addition to the kid that he was with when he died, Carter, he had two other sons, Brennan and, of course, Robin Thicke. Uh, survived by his third wife, Tanya, who had just posted a photo of him a couple days before his death. So this is out of the blue. You hear about this. Have you ever known anyone who died from a Widowmaker heart attack just like that? No. And one one person comes to mind, and it's it's brutal. It's like, oh, eh, I don't feel too good. And the, you, you walk down the hall, and then boom, you're dead. Uh, Robin called his dad, quote, the greatest man I ever met, and said, quote, the good thing that was that he was beloved and he had closure. I saw him a few days ago and told him how much I loved and respected him. There have been tributes from various celebrities, but nothing yet from the Growing Pains cast. Several members of the Fuller House cast released statements, though. 
Bob Saget tweeted, quote, So sad is the passing of Alan Thick, such a good husband, father, brother, and friend. He'll be deeply missed. Rest in peace, dear Alan. Um, so there's a clip from Growing Pains. Give you the idea of what television was like back in a different era. This was considered to be uh, a high comedy. It back, in, back in those days? Back a long time ago, you know, um, Dad Seaver and uh, what, what was the kid? Mike? Uh, I guess Mike, yeah. That was, that was Kirk Cameron, who I don't think was that weird then. <laughs> Dad, Mike? It is Mike. Isn't okay, it? so Mike got caught out late. He missed curfew. Uh-oh. And Dad has to set him straight. <laughs> no, it couldn't be. My Mike was supposed to be home at 1 a.m. Uh, Dad, I know I missed my curfew. Oh, well, you admit you have one. That's progress. <laughs> hey, Dad, isn't tonight... It's, a, it, it, it's, it's terrible. They put in a big canned laugh there, and that wasn't that funny. The time when we turn the clocks back to the time change? <laughs> no. Mike, that's in October, which is when you're going to be grounded till unless you give me a good explanation where you've been. Okay. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get comfortable here. You know how I love these stories. (laughs) So, uh, what'll it be tonight, Mike? You were... Oh, you saved some lives, I bet. Huh? Wait, wait. I bet you ran into those darn gypsies again. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, it was like I didn't even have a choice. And? I didn't do it. You didn't do it, as in you did not? I didn't do the stupid drug. Oh, you see, now there's even more to it. There was somebody, there was an underlying theme of drugs. So oh, yeah, no. He stayed out late. And Dad's saying he's going to be a liar, but Mike did not do drugs. Son, were you smoking the reefer? Of course, they don't really get specific. They yeah. just say, I didn't do a drug, Dad. <laughs> it's a pretty broad, no? Well, that's great, Mike. That's... It's wonderful. I, I always figured you'd make that right choice if you had to face that, but I, I'm relieved. Dad, Mike. Dad, that's not it. I'm overacting. What? I know I did the right thing. It's just that I feel like, like everybody's going to laugh at me. You know, and some of those people did laugh. Oh, no. <laughs> In a perfect world, he'd be like, Mike. You're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like listening to Zane on the first day of the of the show. That <laughs> uh, still hurts. It's still painful. My laugh is, is just on the outside. <laughs> the, the laugh is just on the outside. Mike, you're never going to be able to please everybody. Yeah, well, especially tonight sexually. I didn't please anybody. <laughs> Except especially, yourself. Did you say especially sexually? Yeah. 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 Let's make love. Yeah, what you did tonight took real courage, Mike. I admire you. I'm lying, Dad. I'm really stoned right now. Check out the track marks. There you go. There you go. Simpler time for TV. Simpler time. That was top notch. Simple, yes. That was top notch entertainment. That was prime time. Started at 8 p.m. You guys loved it. Ate it up. I wasn't much of a Growing Pains fan. I think it was on. A lot of those shows were just ridiculous. All of them were were completely (laughs) ridiculous. I mean, you think about the shows we watch for comedy now, like a show like Curb Your Enthusiasm and the the edginess. Completely different. The biting biting humor there. I mean, we we live in a golden age, I think, for comedy. Yes. Things that are actually funny. 
Um, so, dead at 69. <laughs> yeah, after all that, I guess, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. That was more of a statement about uh, the poor writing. It wasn't your yeah. acting ability or how nice of a guy you are. Apparently, beloved. What? Like, why was he beloved? I think he's just nice dude. Um, is is from what I've been able to gather. I've never, I, we I had a chance to interview him once. He was doing a tour for um, the the uh, <laughs> celebs like that were doing interviews for you. Like get him on, and then you ask him about like a show like that that had a pretty long run, pretty successful run, and then. You have to give him like a minute or two to say, and, and by the way, you can check out a great cru- uh, cruise uh, or, or like a timeshare. Get yourself a timeshare condo <laughs> by calling this number, 800-TIMESHARE. Just tell him I sent you. And that was like part of the interview. I, ben, did the dude interview Alan Alan Thick? Yeah, he sure did. Didn't he call him Alan Thicky? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to do a character that would get... It would get people on the air like that. And I think that's the, the interview came in mm-hmm. and I would play a radio guy and he wouldn't know it. I was, <laughs> it was just me going, hello, power stereo fan with the dude. I appear in a playpen and one and only, and everything would be screwed up. Right. And we would try to make them awkward and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So call him Alan Thickey. Yeah. Please welcome to the microphone up here to playpen. And one and only Alan Thickey. Hello, Alan. And then he would he would be confused, and then it would be awkward, and, it, and that was the goal. And then I would intentionally pause <laughs> and wait for them to say something. And then, like, well, I think I'm getting some bad info here. We're going to have to start the whole thing all over again. <laughs> pa- power Sarah FM with the dude, one only out in Vicky, or whatever. Just And I, I forget the ins and outs of it. How long did this last? It went, what do you think, Ben? About five, ten minutes of, of <laughs> chaos? Yeah. With this guy. And we, and we did, and we would repeat this with these C list celebs all the time. It turns out that I ended up, now that bit, I actually stole it. I always gave this disclaimer every time I do it or I even mention it because it, this was not my creation. It was a guy in Minnesota named John Lastman who did a bit called The Chucker. It was, now that was a funny bit, in my opinion. The dude was eh, so so. But Lastman found out when we started to get more stations that I was doing this bit and he calls me. You get upset? He didn't. And I said to him, I go, yeah, John, you know, sorry. What do you think? He goes, I don't care. You can keep doing it. And But then I, it just, God, it, it just felt too weird for me um, to keep doing it. And every time we would do it, we would burn another bridge with, an, with another <laughs> person trying to get interviews on the radio. And so quickly it became, we, didn't, we never got any interviews forever because they knew it was going to be oh, chaos. Oh, God. This guy. Johnny Rock Lastman. That's the guy in in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. He is funny. The Chucker is a classic comedy bit. I'm just going through uh, Alan Thicke's Wikipedia bio really quick. He dated an actress, Christy Swanson. Okay, well, that doesn't matter. She's relevant. Irrelevant, rather. She was 17, though, and he was 40. Oh. 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 Good guy. <laughs> that's a little, that's very weird. I like him young. <laughs> um, hey, having my diabetes medication. So, uh, yeah. Um, so there's a story that uh, Julia sent along about well, one way to end a fight when you're um, fighting with your spouse. This happened in uh, Indiana. 
I see the mugshot of one Dan Deaton. Dan looks like a typical guy, uh, mountain man, beard, long, kind of longer hair. Kind of looks like a pedo, doesn't he? Eh, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, looks, I think he likes little children. I think he needs glasses and to be more balding to look like a pedo. Anyway, uh, a, a Greenwood man was arrested after a domestic incident in which is uh, in, in, in which this all went down. According to the cops, police responded to a domestic. On the way to the scene, they got a call that the husband was attempting to leave the scene. So they were like, all right, looking out for him. They spotted the vehicle uh, who had blown through a stop sign. They pulled him over, and they, he said, yeah, I'm Dan Deaton. They said, all right, let's go back and get to the bottom of this because the wife, Stacy, had said, he assaulted me. So... But this works out because, well, kind of, I guess, and well, at least for our, for our sake, what we're talking about, <laughs> Deaton um, was, in, was in a heated argument with his wife, Stacy. And at one point, uh, it got heated. Now, the argument stemmed over the husband's loyalty in the relationship, so she was saying that he was cheating on her. So you know how this is going to go. He ended up freaking out then and got physical with her and threw her... Uh, threw her down on the ground at the top of the stairs. Then they started fighting. They moved to the bedroom. It's getting physical. He's much stronger than her, so he's able to uh, able to subdue her. And then, and then he sat on his wife and to like calm her down. Yes, and um, and 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 continued to do bad things. He ends up putting his hands over her mouth and nose. So it's like she's thinking, "This is it." Well, then she noticed that. Uh, she was on the business end of his ball sack right by her mouth through the pants. I think through the pants. If not, this is even better. But <laughs> So let's just assume he's nude. <laughs> what an odd thing to say. No. Let's just assume he's nude. Because that makes the next part even better. She bit his scrotum. She bit his ball sack. Right down to the oh. meat. Oh. I mean, she ended up, her teeth ended up touching. Oh. And, and then that was it. Um, he said, all right, I'm out. And he took off. Well, this battered wife, thank God that, that, that she had the presence of mind to do that, to get this animal off of her. She called the cops. They, they, uh, they stopped him. And you're thinking, well, they're both in trouble. Uh-uh. He was arrested, taken into custody. They said, oh, you definitely were defending yourself because she was battered. So what hopefully they pull him over. Like oh, yeah. he's, blood he's bleeding through his pants. <laughs> there <laughs> she is. Arrest that crazy bee. Uh, no. And they did not arrest her. Thank God. Dan Deaton was arrested and is being charged. Coming up at uh, 624, Kanye West met with Trump. This whole thing was a circus. The weirdest thing ever. Could, By the way, does anybody really believe that this guy went through mental turmoil? No. Absolutely not. No. I don't believe that either. No, and, and uh, Kanye. You know, he's, West had said that he would have voted for Trump if he had voted. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That actually started the downward spiral. On stage, he decided to voice... How, uh, how how he would have done that, everybody would boo him, and then he freaked out and decided he wanted to cancel the rest of his tour. Now, after getting, uh, going through various mental evaluations, the first thing he does, he goes and hangs out with Trump. Perfect. What an odd picture to see those two together. That's President-elect Trump, to be clear. <laughs> and uh, there was a, a, a gaggle of reporters throwing questions at them. 
as President-elect Trump and Kanye come out and are being photographed by everybody. We'll play that for you coming up in just a few short minutes. Dear Meadhead happens tomorrow. We need your uh, letters, emails, if you will, eric at ericzaneshow.com. If you have a uh, question for my dad on Dear Meadhead, we will do that tomorrow morning at around 840. So send them along. We always, as always, need a, need a bunch of emails. So we'll take those at Eric at ericzaneshow.com. And if anyone asks you who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. My free view of the Lost Zane Recordings full show. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane along with a ton of other things. Go there. Go down the wormhole of Eric Zane's Patreon. Five or ten bucks a month. It's all there for you. Okay. Thanks a lot, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye.